Hey guys, it's Melissa here from MelissaOatman.com. Welcome to Awaken Your Inner Awesomeness, a daily podcast devoted to spirituality and self-help. If you're new, I want to welcome you. If you're returning, welcome back. So today I wanted to talk to you guys about changing your attitude. I got this message loud and clear from the divine when I was channeling, I was doing some prayer and meditation and asking what do people really need to hear about? And what I heard loud and clear was you need to talk about your journey so far and how attitude is everything and how you are understanding how your attitude really shapes your reality. So I know that you all know that my mom is battling cancer. And the good news is the tumor on her pancreas hasn't grown and it has not spread anywhere and it's all in the same area. And so their plan of attack is to give her, they're doing a combination of chemo and immunotherapy. So the chemo dose that they're giving her doesn't have to be as strong, which is a good thing. And then if that shrinks the tumor, then they will surgically remove it and she should be fine after that. Okay, so you and I hear that and we think that's amazing, right? What a blessing. Oh my gosh, God has her. This is awesome. Like what a blessing that she's going to be healed. That's what I heard. That's what my family heard. Okay, my mom went into the doctor. We heard the same thing, right? The doctor told everyone the same message. That is not at all what my mom heard. In her mind, she heard, go get your affairs in order like plan your funeral, all of this stuff. And I know you may be sitting there thinking, what? And that's how we all reacted. Like, what? Did you hear the same thing? And here's the deal. When you go to the doctors, they have to give you all of the statistics and they have to give you all this information. And it can be overwhelming. So I totally understand that she was overwhelmed. And the doctor didn't say, yes, 100%, we're going to cure this and you're going to be great. Because they can't say that. You're so so happy as a society that they have to tell you that it, there's a possibility that this won't work, it won't shrink it. But we also know that if you're a fighter and if you you know have faith and all of those things, that goes a long way. But again, he was saying we have good results with this, but he couldn't 100% say yes, it'll cure it or get rid of it, it'll shrink it because they just can't say that. They have to give you the worst case scenario, right? I mean, we all know that. But again, we all heard, oh my gosh, the, you know, there's a good chance this is going to shrink it. And then, and even if it, this didn't work to shrink it, they've got a backup plan that they're going to do something else, you know, so there's a plan. That's what we heard. What my mom heard was, this doesn't look good. I don't have a good feeling about this. This is bad. She heard totally the wrong things. And for an entire day and a half, probably, she had this attitude of like doomsday, you know, this is the end. And, you know, she didn't want me posting anything about it on Facebook. And I was like, you know, in my mind, I'm thinking if I do this, first of all, people are going to know something's wrong. But then you have people who are encouraging you and that's what you need. So we, she allowed me to post something, and of course, people were like, oh my gosh, we've got you, we're praying for you, and giving her words of encouragement, and it did make her feel better. But something that was really cool, I think, um, my cousin, 
said that, you know, she was in prayer for her all morning. And as she was praying, she received a message for her. And she said that the message was that um, you're going to get through it, but you have to have a change in attitude and heart. And that's what I was telling. You know, everyone says, you know, you have psychic abilities. Can't you tell? I, as soon as I found out something was wrong with my mom, I pulled cards, I prayed, I meditated, and I got the message that everything was going to be okay, that it was going to be a journey for her, but it was going to be okay. And the other message that I got too was that she's going to have to, this is a lesson for her in changing her mindset. And instead of looking at everything negatively, it's a, a chance for her to shift and really start looking at things from a positive perspective. Because I'm telling you, I know I say it over and over again, but mindset is everything. It really, truly is. And I knew that this was a lesson for her for that. But I can't tell her that because it's not going to go over very well, right? And, you know, people hear what they want to hear. When she's ready to hear that, then that's fine. But I, I did tell her, you know, you have to have a positive attitude, if you go to that negative space, this isn't going to go well. It's like when you keep saying, because she kept saying, well, I just know it's not going to work. Well, you're willing it not to work when you say that. And that's one thing that's so frustrating is like we're, we've all supported and surrounded her and come into this with this awesome attitude. And it's just like you can't do anything if somebody just wants to will themselves not to make it. And that's what it seemed like she was doing. And it's super frustrating because you know me. I'm, you know, let's look at things from the positive spin, you know, how can this help us and whatever, and it's like hitting a brick wall every day. And this is going to be the journey for us. So, you know, she needs those prayer warriors to pray about her attitude as much as anything else, because I'm telling you that is a, the attitude is everything. And, you know, it took her a day and she finally realized okay, yeah, yeah, okay, I get it, yes, okay, it's going to be okay. When he said this, he was just saying this, you know, when he was preparing me for this, and we're trying to, you know, reason with her, yes, you know, they can't tell you that they're going to 100% cure you because they don't know how your body's going to react to this treatment, but they've seen great success with it, and that's, you know, they're just, they have to give you the good and the bad and the ugly, and it's, you know, just know that that doesn't mean that the bad is going to happen, they just have to warn you about it. So then her attitude got better, you know, and and she, and I get it, it's an emotional roller coaster, you know, she was in tears and crying and she's going to have those moments. And I told her that, I said, you're going to have your moments where you just have to cry it out and get mad and whatever you need to get and then get over it. It's fine to go to those places where you're feeling your emotions because you have to feel them, but you can't stay in that place. Just like I've been telling you that I had to go back and forgive my ex all over again. And I did it the other day, I sat down and I went through the whole process that I went through before, I felt so much better afterwards, you know? It's it's not about ignoring your feelings and pretending like they're not there. That's not it at all. It's acknowledging those feelings, but also not staying in that low vibrational place because that's not going to help you. And that's what I was trying to convey to her is you can have your feelings. You can feel mad. I mean, absolutely, you can feel downright angry that this happened to you because what the doctor told her was you're just like a biological bad luck there's this isn't hereditary 
there's nothing you did. It's just a combination of things that you ended up with this. And so that can make you feel like, really? And get super mad, like, why me? But the point is, you can't stay in that place. It's absolutely understandable to want to say, why me, when something bad happens to you. But if you just sit there in the victim mindset, you're calling in more things to be miserable about. And it it spreads too. It's like a cancer itself that it spreads to other parts of your lives. And I'm actually a big believer that the emotional stuff we hold on to causes physical things within us. And I think that that's going to be a lesson for her too, is you can't, you can't constantly be in turmoil and negativity and all of that and expect to have a happy life. It just doesn't work that way. And you're absolutely... Whatever you choose to focus on grows. So if you're choosing to sit here and say bad things happen to me, you're calling in more of that stuff because the universe responds and matches our energy. So when we spend all of our time focusing on the bad, the universe is like, oh, they really like that stuff. I'm going to send more of that. And that may sound stupid, but it's true. So we have to start shifting our attitude. When something bad happens, It's easy to want to just be mad at the world, mad at God, whoever, and think this isn't fair. Why does this happen to me? But then you're just playing the victim. Playing the victim does not help you in any way. And being miserable doesn't help you in any way. It's not like if you sit here and have a bad attitude, all of a sudden the universe will start going, oh, we're so sorry we treated you poorly. Here are all these gifts to make up for it. That doesn't happen. What you notice is that you start seeing more and more of that bad stuff. It's all about learning how to shift your attitude and shift your mindset. And it's hard to do when bad things have happened to you. Trust me. You're talking to the expert of what the heck just happened. Like, why did that happen? Trust me, 2020, it's been like, what? At every turn. But I truly believe it's a test, too, of my faith and my belief and my ability to rise above what happens and to see the good in life because it's a choice. I can either choose to be like, oh, my gosh, this is the worst year ever and list all of the crappy things that happened which means that I'm calling more of that in. Or I can say, yeah, you know what? These things happened and it was really tough, but I I still have so many things to be grateful for. I really do. And it's all a matter of choice, you know? Do you choose to see the good or do you choose to sit here and wallow in self-pity? And I can tell you I've done both. And the times that I chose to sit and play the victim... I remember like getting colds a lot and having stomach issues and just not feeling well. And there was a reason for that because all of those emotions that I kept pent up in the anger and being stirred up, it just caused like my physical reaction. My body was like, I'm worn out. I'm drained. I can't take this. And I would get physically sick. I was not a fun person to be around and it felt like I was stuck in this hole where all these bad things just kept happening, kept happening, kept happening. It was when I finally decided that I chose to be happy, no matter what was happening around me, that things started to shift. And even with this, 
even with this, I know that everything's going to be okay. And I know that I have to help her realize that her attitude is key. It's a lesson for both of us, for my whole family, in learning that, number one, we have each other, so we have a lot of blessings in our life. And number two, that we have to focus on moving forward and looking for the silver lining in everything. And I'm going to be honest with you, my mom did not want to hear this change your attitude stuff. That was like, she was super offended because how do we know what she's going through? And you know, people will have that reaction like, well, what do you know? And I had to remind her that just a few months earlier, when my ex-husband committed suicide and my children were devastated, she was right there by me. She was there with me when I had to tell them, and we saw them scream and fall to the floor, which was the worst experience I've ever had as a parent. She was right there with me, and she was telling me, you're being so strong. You're, you're doing such a great job for your kids. You're, I don't know how you're holding up, but you know I'm, I'm here beside you. Anything you need. She was the first one to encourage me to keep going, to have a positive attitude that I was helping the kids so much by doing that. And I had to remind her, you know, I understand that you can get angry. Believe me. I've spent a lot of the last few months being angry. But I had to get it out and then I had to decide I'm not going to be angry anymore. I'm done being angry. I have a right to be angry about what happened but I don't want to live my life that way. So I had to forgive and let go of the parts of being angry and instead focus on all of the blessings because I tell myself every day, this could have been so much worse. Like we're lucky that my kids are okay. They're safe. You know, you look for all of the blessings in this. And I said that to my mom. I'm like, you know, you're lucky because it was in a spot where it started making you sick and that's how they found it. Because a lot of pancreatic cancer, if it's in the tail of the pancreas, they don't catch it in time because it doesn't cause any symptoms. And hers was in the head of the pancreas and it constricted her bile duct. So it started making her very sick. And that's why she went to the doctor in the first place. And we are lucky that we had an amazing doctor who I absolutely love our doctor, Amanda. And she sent her right away to have a scan because she didn't like her enzyme levels. And they found it and they sent her right away to someone else who then said, you know what, I want to send you over to Barnes because they're specialists and they, like, I just would feel better. So in every step of the way, And I totally know that it was divinely guided because as soon as I knew something was wrong, I started praying, please let her get to the right people who can help her. And it's just crazy the way it all lined up. People that we talked to after doing some research, after finding out there was a spot on the the pancreas, they're like, oh yeah, no, I had this. And we went to this doctor and she ended up going to the same doctors. And I mean, it just feels like it's all been divinely guided. 
that she's getting the best care she can and the fact that it's not getting bigger, it hasn't spread, these are all good things. So it could be easy to focus on, yeah, it's pancreatic cancer because that's what my mom heard. She heard pancreatic cancer and thought death sentence because a long time ago, that's what it used to mean. doesn't mean that anymore. In fact, cancer doesn't mean death anymore. You know, there's a lot of really, really awesome things that they're doing and treatment and it, you know, it just depends. So you can't look at everything like, oh my gosh, is the worst case scenario. We've heard stories where there are people who had stage four cancer and they still beat it. It, you know, you just have to have a positive attitude and you have to have that throughout your life, no matter what. You might not be dealing with cancer. Maybe you're just dealing with an illness. Maybe you're dealing with a bad relationship or a job you don't like. Focus on the positive aspects of the situation as hard as it might be. Because if you want to manifest a better relationship, a better job, health and wellness, you have to focus on the positive. And you have to be able to envision yourself getting that new job, being healthy. And that's the first thing that you learn about when you learn about manifesting. They're like, envision yourself the way that you want your life to look like. And that is a big part of it is being able to see yourself the way that you want your life to look. I envisioned my office that I wanted to have here and how I wanted it to look and was able to make that happen. I am envisioning my mom walking out of the hospital being completely cancer-free and healthy. And I am... When I wanted a new job, I envisioned being somewhere else and being excited about this job. And then it came along. There is something to envisioning the life you want, feeling how it would feel to have that. And that's hard if you're battling with illness. I get it because it's difficult to feel good when you're just feeling sick all the time. But it's so important for you because that is part of that whole manifesting process is having faith. That's what I told my mom. How much faith are you expected to have? What does it say in the Bible? And, you know, we talk about having faith the size of a mustard seed, just tiny, just even having that much faith that your health is going to be restored that you are being taken care of. We have to continue to have that faith in our lives that the things that we want to see happen are happening. Even when we're not seeing it in the 3D, because like I told her, part of her problem is, and I get it, she wants her health restored by snapping her fingers, right? She wanted to be able to go to the doctor one time and for them to fix it. And it's not going to be that easy. It's going to be a journey because she's going to have to go once a week for three weeks and then be off a week and then start and do that every month for four months. And if you were to look at, if you were to look at this, it's almost like when you look at a mountain and her health is at the top of that mountain. When you were at the bottom and you're just starting that journey and you look up at that mountain, you get overwhelmed and go, oh my gosh. I'm never going to get to the top. And you want to quit. And I told her, you can't look at it like that. 
take it one day at a time, one step at a time. Don't think about four months down the road. Think about what do I have to do this week? What am I going to get through this week? Or just tomorrow. I need to get through tomorrow. Take everything one day at a time, one step at a time. Because you could take a few steps and before you realize it, you look back and you're halfway up that mountain and that peak doesn't look so far away anymore. And you know you've done it so far and you can continue. But if you look at the whole picture and you think, I mean, it's like people, and I get this, this used to be me, who have to plan out their whole lives, right? When you first get in a relationship, you're like, oh, what will the rest of our lives look like? Even though you're just in this relationship and you're trying to picture if you can picture yourself with this person for the rest of your life. It's like, why are you torturing yourself that way? You've just met this person. You don't have to plan out your whole life. Just enjoy it. Enjoy the one day at a time, one step at a time. Because it's the overthinking. It's the feeling like you have to have all of the answers yesterday that will make you quit faster than you can say, go. You'll quit. You'll just stop because you'll overwhelm yourself. It's the overthinking that does that. The fear of the what ifs, what could happen? And God is telling you right now, don't do that to yourself. You're just torturing yourself. Stop trying to plan out everything. Stop trying to have all of the answers. When the universe gives you a desire in your heart. They don't always give you the whole plan yet. And there's a reason for that because you would quit if you saw the whole thing. You'd be like, what? You're expecting me to do this and this and this? I can't do it. I quit. No, they guide you by giving you one step at a time because that is how you will survive. That is how you make it. If you go to any Addiction support groups, that's what they tell you, is take it one day at a time. You can't look at it and go, I can do this for nine months. No, you'd be like, oh my gosh, I can't do it, it's impossible. But if you say, I can do this for a day, and then the next day you get up and go, yeah, I can do another day. Then you get up and go, yeah, I can do another day. Slowly, it's those little changes that are going to add up to a whole lot of big changes. But it all starts with our mindset. We can't allow fear to come in and cause us to start overthinking. When you start going to that place, you're getting out of alignment and you need to stop and take a breath and say, I know I'm out of alignment. Please help me get back into alignment. Honestly, one of the quickest ways to do that for me is doing a tapping because it just immediately takes you right out of that headspace. Doing a tapping, doing, I've been doing this seven day energy challenge with Colette Baron reed And one of the things that she also taught was a tool to help you kind of reset your central nervous system, which is doing figure eights over your eyes. So by taking one or two fingers and tracing around your eyes and over your nose in like a figure eight fashion and doing that until you start yawning. That helps to reset your central nervous system. So if you're starting to feel that overthinking and the fear-based thoughts, doing that until you start to feel better. Another thing she taught was kind of like hugging yourself. You wrap, cross your arms over your chest and hold on to your 
arms at the tops of your shoulders and then run your hands up and down like you're hugging yourself. And again, doing that until you start to yawn. And then when you do the EFT tapping, you may realize you start to yawn too. And what you're doing is you're kind of releasing those emotions that you've been keeping locked up inside of you. And it resets that central nervous system. So doing all of those things is so important. But the really important thing is knowing that even if you've had a negative mindset and you've been thinking poorly about a lot of things, it could be your finances, it could be finding love, anything, you can reset that. You can reset that instantly. This is what I love about life. You can choose to be different at any point in your life. You can say, okay, I'm not going to do that that way again. That didn't work for me, so I'm going to try a different way. And the biggest part of that is being mindful of your thoughts, minding your mind. And when a negative thought comes in, immediately say rewind, delete, and change that thought. And I would say come up with five positive thoughts to replace that one negative because it's going to take that to start retraining your brain that we don't focus on the negative. That doesn't work for us. We focus on the positive. Stop and name five things you're grateful for. Or just stop and focus on one thing you're truly, truly grateful for and really feel in your heart the gratitude that you feel for having it. It's a great way to change your mindset instantly. Stop and think of a beautiful memory, something you loved. It's a great way to stop that spiral of woe is me, I can't believe this is happening to me again. I've had people say to me, like, I don't know how you've done it. I don't know how you, like, keep going on after all the things that happen. I'm not going to lie to you and say it hasn't been rough. Of course it has. But do I choose to focus on, my gosh, God is picking on me? Look at all the things he's allowing to happen to me. No. You sound like a petulant child when you do that. Or at least I know I do. I would sound like a, a little child throwing a temper tantrum. I understand that the things happen to help us learn and grow and to help shape us and shift us. And even though we might not understand it while we're here on this earth, we may not understand why we signed up to go through all the life lessons we did. I still know that it's teaching me something. So I choose to take the lesson and to leave the pain behind And to help it make me a better person. Not a bitter person, but a better person. And if we choose to do that, and choose to focus on the blessings in our life and all the things we have to be grateful for, you're going to start seeing your life shift in so many amazing and beautiful ways. I promise you. I know that because I have also experienced that. I've experienced the lows but I've also experienced the highs when I decide that I'm not going to allow it to to define who I am and I'm going to use it to make me a better person and I'm going to choose to focus on all the wonderful things I have in life, I see all of the wonderful things multiply. You don't have to take my word for it. You can try it yourself. And just do the things I told you to do and you start to see the negative things popping up Change your mindset. So immediately stop that negative thinking before it gets into that cycle and downward spiral and it's hard to get out of it. 
stop it immediately, and then do something different. Retrain your brain. You can do it. All right, guys. Well, I wanted to pull a card for you today. And the card that I pulled today is from the Spirit Animal Oracle Cards by Colette Baron-Reed. And the card is Mouse Spirit. And it came out in the reverse. And the reverse meaning is tend to the small things. Are you too caught up in details, micromanaging others, and stressing out because you want everything to be perfect? Are you procrastinating because you want every detail to be just right and are losing track of time and your priorities? Mouse Spirit wants you to listen to your intuition that tells you that the detail you fear you are overlooking will only appear when you stop obsessing. Mouse Spirit will lead you to the nuances you need to notice and will diligently work to support you if you take a breath and trust that guidance will be provided. Small gestures carry great power right now, and maybe you need to take action toward discovering what is going on that you may not be seeing, or toward mending a relationship or a situation. Ask a question, do a little research, and listen for Mouse Spirit's quiet little squeak telling you, look here and attend to this detail. All right, guys, well, that's a beautiful message. I want to thank you guys for being here with me and for always supporting me and also for showering my mom with love and prayers because so many of you have reached out and it means so much to me. You do not even know. I appreciate that so much. I hope that you guys are seeing beautiful blessings in your life. Don't forget to follow me on social media. I go live Mondays on Facebook at 630 Central where I do a free card reading. If you show up for the live, I will pull a card especially for you. Also, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast, like it, and leave me some reviews, some stars on iTunes that helps others find me. I so appreciate it. Also, if you haven't purchased my book yet, Beautifully Broken, The Spiritual Woman's Guide to Thriving, Not Simply Surviving a Divorce or Breakup, it's still available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and Goodreads. The audiobook is available on my website. Just go to melissaoatman.com go to the offerings page and there you will see the audiobook. I want to thank you so much for being here with me. I am sending you guys so much love and light. Also, if you read my book and you liked it, please leave me a review from wherever you purchased it. That also helps me. Thank you guys so much. I am sending you so much love and light. I hope you have a beautiful day from wherever you're listening and I will talk to you guys soon. Bye guys.